0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are putting our hard hats on and heading to the construction site in the little game Blueprints. This game was published in 2013. It plays 2-4, to and it is a Z-Man game, at least the copy that, well, I played digital copy, but I'm assuming that's the most common copy in the States. <laughs> yeah, that is the copy I have. Okay. <laughs> um, it was designed by Eve Tourigny. Tourigny. I'm sure I'm brutalizing that name a little bit. Um, and I also never know why Some I've heard that pronounced Eve, and I've heard that pro- pronounced Ives. <laughs> Maybe it was me that was pronouncing it the wrong way. Whatever the right way is, I think it's Eve. Anyway, um, this is a fun little game in dice and a competitive game of trying to orient those dice in the way to get you the most amount of points possible. Um, it's gonna place, take place over several rounds, and over those several rounds, you'll be building little dice structures. And at the end of the rounds, you will have counted up how many victory points you've accumulated based on the structures you've built. So let's get into
1: the nuts and bolts and actually how that works. All right. Uh, so, uh, the game has a number of cards and a bag full of dice, uh, the dice, there are, if I have to do math again, four times it, 32 dice in each of four colors, so there's eight of the different colors, uh, what's gonna happen is, based on the number of people playing at the beginning of a round, and there will be three rounds in this game, uh, is you will take out a certain number of dice for a two-player game, it's eight dice, three players, it's nine, and four players, it's seven dice. Um, And you will take those out of the bag and roll them and those what is available in the market. Uh, Although I think they mentioned that you should do this, this other thing that I did not mention before, but it doesn't really matter probabilistically, Uh, you also need to take out one die as a tiebreaker die and another die as a second tiebreaker die and those two colors should not match each other Uh, and then each player gets their own little blueprint card Uh, this blueprint has a two by six possible area to build on and it indicates how a building should be built with dice because you're going to be stacking dice up on top of each other or just placing them out uh, in varying ways to represent the building that you're building Uh, This is placed behind each player's little divider. Uh, Each player has their own small little divider to hide their stuff behind. Uh, And on their turn, what they're going to do is they're going to pick one die and add it to their blueprint somewhere on there. So they they can they may follow their blueprint if they want to, but they may decide to go rogue uh, and build something else completely. And I'll get into why someone might do that. Uh, there are only two rules for placement. Basically, when you place it, you must place it on an open space. Uh, there are spaces that are uh, hash marked out You are never allowed to build on those, and to build on top of another die, uh, the value on the die uh, needs to be higher or equal to the value of the die below it. If there's no die there, then any value can go there. Uh, So if it's starting at the ground floor, it can be any value you want, but if you're building up on top, it must be equal to or greater than uh, the die just below it. Uh, And this continues on until each person has grabbed six dice, because every single blueprint only requires six dice. Uh, And then each player will reveal what type of building they have built. Uh, And when they reveal the type of building they have built, essentially there are, essentially the weird thing is there are two things that are scores. There is the round score, which can earn you points, and then there are the actual game score, which is all of the points added together. Uh, So the first thing you will do is you will just track everyone's round score. uh, And the score is based off of the materials. Each of the materials will score differently. Uh, So if the first thing technically you check off is did they follow the blueprint if a player followed the blueprint They score six points just for following it. It's really simple Uh, And then the other thing they can do is score for the dice. The first one you score is uh, the wood or the orange dice basically which represents wood Uh, They score two points for every die an orange die is adjacent to so for example If you had an orange die and it was adjacent to three other die not diagonally if you have to go into three dimensions even. Does no type of diagonal counts. It must be uh, orthogonally adjacent is the word. Uh, two points for everyone. So if it was adjacent to three, it would score six points. Uh, the next one you score are green dice. This is just scored on based on how many green dice you have. Uh, and it gets more lucrative the more you have. So the first, if you only have one, it's two. If you have two, it's five. If you have three, it's ten. Uh, and then it goes, I think... 15, 25. I'm not actually looking at something. I'm just going based on memory. 10, 15, 20, and 30 is what it is. There. I should probably look at the thing. Uh, Then (laughs) black dice, uh, which represent, I believe, steel or metal of some sort. uh, They gain points based on how high they are in the building. So if it's on the ground level, a black die will score two points. If it's on one just above, it's three. Then the next one up is five. And then anything up Above that is eight points. Uh, And then the last one are the clear dice, which represent glass. Uh, They will score the amount of points as the number that is on top of the die. So a die with a six on top scores six points, and a die with like two on top scores two points. You add up all of those points, and that represents your round score. Whoever has the highest round score will earn the... uh, uh, the medal. There are two different types of things that score you points for the game. The medals uh, are in either gold, silver, or bronze, but if you're playing with fewer players, there's fewer things. If it's a two-player game, it's only gold, and if it's a two-player game, it's gold and silver that are available uh, to earn. Whoever has the highest earns gold, uh, whoever has the second highest score silver, and whoever has the third highest scores bronze, and obviously you can know how to do the correlation if there's fewer players. Uh, If there is ever a tie for any of these placements, so say, for example, two people both have 38 points for the round score, it's those two dice that were that were reserved at the beginning of the game. So if the first tiebreaker was green, whoever has the most green dice in their building breaks that tie. Uh, If there is still a tie, then you go to the second place die. So again, it's never the same color. So if it was, say, orange, whoever has the most orange after that will break the tie. And if it's still a tie, it's whoever was the furthest to last in turn order. would break that tie so it does help to be last in some cases uh if you think you're going to be tying a lot uh that will earn you those points the gold medal is worth three game points the silver is worth two game points and the bronze is worth one game point so it's better to be higher on that list. There are also prizes that can be won at the end of the round. Uh, There are four different types of prizes always available, but only one player may win them. Again, tiebreaker rules stand for each of them. The different types of prizes are if you have one of every numeral die in your building, you will score two points. Uh, If you have five dice that are all the same color, you will score two points. Uh, If you have four dice that are all the exact same number you can score two points and the last one is if you build a tower that is at least four dice high you will score two points Uh, now mind you the five high tower you must go off blueprint because none of the blueprints require anything higher than three height so you're definitely going off book so you're risking not winning a medal in that case but uh, it's always a choice of what you want to do which is why you might go off book for any type of reason there it's either to oh i want to go for this prize or the way i've built things doesn't quite work uh so and you will repeat this for two more rounds uh in the whoever was last place in round score will be the first player to pick dice on the next round and after three rounds, whoever has the most total uh, game points wins the game. Uh, I believe I left if I if I'm thinking back correctly. I've left two things out, and hopefully I remember what those two things are as I say them. Uh, uh, one of the things is in a two-player game, uh, since there are more dice than there are. Pl- people doing it uh, the standard is that the when a person takes a die after if they've taken taken a die they will remove one die uh, so they'll just take one of the dice remove it uh, and then they w- again replace the dice so you'll grab into the bag and roll two dice instead of in a three or four player game instead of reaching into the bag and grabbing one so you're kind of you're in this game you're kind of always looking at what your opponents are doing so you can kind of take things away from them uh, so if you're like oh i think they're going for one two three four five six i'm gonna get rid of that six so there's no sixes for them and hopefully no sixes get rolled uh, and then the other thing that is in the game i cannot remember so hopefully i remember it later <laughs> on in this podcast <laughs> oh uh yes the the other thing was it may c- there may come a time where you are have to grab a dice and it cannot be placed so for example if you've been building uh, and all of your numbers are too high and all the numbers available are, are too low, uh, you might not be able to... You will still take a die, you just cannot place it in your building and you'll have a building with one less die in it. Uh, that was it. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think I've think i covered everything in a slightly out-of-order fashion. <laughs>
0: there we go. And that is a Blueprints. Um, yeah, Blueprints is a fun little game. I, I really liked the i don't know i always love stacking dice whenever there's a mechanism that can incorporate stacking dice and or arranging them in some way as opposed to just rolling them and assigning the value to something it always makes me uh, happy <laughs> so this little game this little game is makes me happy but um yeah i we've played a two player one i have not played this with more than two i'd really like to try it because it is interesting, um, the two-player dynamic. But I could see how it might change with player counts. But it plays really well with two. Um, what is your play experience with this? Have you played it mostly with two,
1: or bounced around a bit? I've, I'd say I played mostly with two, but I've definitely played a number of games at three or four. It is, it's a really interesting game. It's a game where you definitely have to be kind of paying attention what the other people I mean you don't have to uh, but it definitely helps to be paying attention to what the other players are doing if you see that someone's taking a lot of orange then you kind of know what they're going for because uh, the ties tend to happen often there tends to be a tie in something somewhere along the line as you play a game so it's always very important to pay attention because if you're like well I'm gonna go for uh, four of the same number you have to be very careful that if someone else is going for that, at the very least, you can tie break them, or maybe you can switch mid-game and be like, you know what, I'm just going to build really tall. Usually when I play, I tend to go, all right, this round, I don't even care what they're doing, I'm going to build really tall. But then I still have to be focused on, all right, do I have enough tie breaking dice to beat them? And sometimes it's difficult to do that because they're either removing them or other people are taking them, or they're like not coming out at the right time. So someone takes them before I have a chance to even get them. Or I can't add that type of die into my building. So if I'm building a tower, I always need higher values. But if the dice that are coming out that are the tie-breaking dice are low values, I'm not going to be able to fit them in my building. I, it's it's a, a struggle to be like, all right, if I take that, but then, ugh. But <laughs> I'm also focused on, all right, I can still possibly win a round award if I can get the right dice, and so it's just like, well, the tie-breaking dice is the, the glass, but all the glass are like really low value, so they're not gonna score me a lot of points, so maybe I don't wanna do that. There's a lot to think about, and there's a, a kind of a give and take with, if, if I take that, I'm improving this, but I might be kind of losing what I'm actually my, my like main goal of what I think I should be doing is doing. And it, when you add more players, it's just even more difficult because you're trying to keep track of, well, I think he's doing that. Right. I think they're doing that. And so it's, it's really interesting. I, I really like it. And I think everyone I've played it with has, has kind of enjoyed it because there's, there's something in there for them to enjoy because it's it's thinky but you don't have to be too thinky because i mean if you could totally play the game and be like yeah i'm i'm gonna just you know do what i feel like doing i'm not gonna pay attention to anybody else and you can still enjoy it you might not do quite as well but you still have a chance of getting there and that's it's really nice and i think a lot of people enjoy that yeah yeah i could see that
0: i do you think there's a sweet spot between three two three and four or, like, let's say 3 and 4, because it, it plays really well at 2.
1: Um, I, think, I think it plays a little bit better at 3 just because I think you have a bit more control. I do right. like 2. 2 feels like a different game because you have that, all right, what do I want to get rid of? Like, you only have to focus on one person, but it's really important to, like, know what they're doing so that you know what to get rid of so that you can kind of mess with their game. And that, that is a huge part. So it's a little bit of a different game at 2, but it's still a very good game at 2. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, I really liked it at 2, but I definitely want to try the feel of it at a higher player count. Um, so, yeah, I, I like this a lot. It, it's fun. It does add a... I love the little goals, too, adding to the... slightly adding to the complexity or the options, I guess, for strategy in here so you've got of course what you're trying to do on your blueprint itself are you going to copy it are you not um and then the goals as you as you are building you've got to keep them in mind because you really can't ignore them in the game that you, you should be trying to learn, at least earn one of them I'd say per round and um and the last game that we played I was going to earn two but at the last minute I kind of forgot what I was doing and got distracted <laughs> by making a uh or no I got distracted what do I get distracted by I think I got distracted by just a uh, choosing a color die that would earn me the most points, but I wasn't. I was, but I have kind of forgot. Oh wait, no, I'm going for these gold cards, so I need to choose a lower point die, but it's going to get me two gold cards with points. <laughs> and I just totally screwed that up, and I was like, ah, what do I say? I'm doing? So <laughs> there is just these, yeah, these fun little things that you have to track or remember or keep track of as you're playing. Not only kind of what the other player is doing, at least to a degree, or have a sense of it, but then also like incorporating your strategy. So it's a little bit more complex than I expected it to be, but it's not too much where there's really any uh, that much analysis paralysis there's enough it is light enough where it doesn't feel like that decision is so terrible um one thing i will say and i wonder if this manifests and you can tell me with more playthroughs is there a a, something of a runaway
1: leader potential here you know i really don't think there is um i mean if someone does really well i mean i think in all it is possible to earn four types of awards in one turn, you can't earn all of them, uh, Mm. only because, I mean, there's the thing of, if someone's winning the tiebreaker, they're gonna win all the tiebreakers, so there's not like a, oh, compared to you, I'm winning this tiebreaker, but compared to you, I'm not, uh, it's, it's an all or nothing type situation, but, it's it's really hard to go on a bunch of awards at once. I think the most I've ever gotten is 3 in one turn, which was v- it's very rare. I tend to only win like maybe the round and one other thing. Occasionally I'll win two prizes, but I've like it is it's very luck based sometimes to do that. And oftentimes when I think I'm close, someone will take a die away that I was I was looking at. Not sometimes not even intentionally. They're just like, "Ooh, I like that too." And it's just like, "Dang it." But I don't – I always feel like every game I've played has always been, you know, t- it's always been like two points. It's it's always come down to, oh, God, if, if you would have gotten that instead of me, then I think the game we played wasn't it, uh, a two-point swing in that particular game. I think it was. And I think the last few games, been, it's always been a two-point swing. Um, although in, in other games, it, it can be something other than two because there's a three and a one. But in a two-player game, it's always a two-point swing. But um, yeah, I, it, I never feel like someone's like – I never at any point in time feel like, oh, well, they've got so many points. There's no way I can catch up. You can always catch up because you're never going that far ahead. And I, it's, it's always – something always seems attainable because if they were able to pull that off in the last round, you can definitely pull it off in the next round. So it, it's never – there's nothing in the game that says, well, if you're ahead, you have so many more advantages it's not true there's nothing there's no advantage other than you have more points which is right. really it's not really a strategic advantage it's just you happen to be positioned right right now
0: yeah yeah i like to play that cuz I, I but cuz i can see a possibility though of getting those points like if you have two bad rounds you're you're
1: not going to catch up in the third round you know what i mean true but i mean so, it's still possible i mean you could yeah. if there are scoring things i mean that's just kind of the way games tend to swing sometimes, and it, yeah, yeah. that's going to be very—it's going to be very rare in that case that someone has two really good rounds and you did that badly. It's possible you're doing that badly was our goal?
0: because you're doing
1: horrible. <laughs>
0: right, right. What was our end score? I can't remember like totals. Uh,
1: I think it was like ten to eight. Yeah, if I, I remember, remember being correctly, kind of
0: close. So, so yeah, and that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I didn't experience this. I just felt like, well, maybe I wonder if this is an issue, but. um, but uh, anyway, so because it is good, between rounds, obviously, you're, you're, because you, one of the things that I found was interesting is you kind of get, it's one of those games where you can sort of get into the activity at hand, but that doesn't score you end game points. So you can be a really great builder that doesn't, that if you, I mean, obviously, if you win rounds, you're going to get awards, but, um, like the first round, I don't think I earned anything, and I was like, "Oh right, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta start focusing on uh, <laughs> getting these to make me points, not just have fun buildings." Um, and that's where the goals really come in, and so that's why the other reason why I like the goals too, where they are a supplemental thing, because you can get the goals and then win the round, so we get an additional bump in points um, for that. But um, yeah, this is such a fun little game. I I could see this being even like a bigger game than it is which is kind of fun that they made it this small but i could see it actually turning into or being adapted into a larger system and maybe it is i'm just not aware of it but um all right let's see the oh shoot i had one more thing i was gonna bring up and i'm trying to remember what it was I can't remember. i'll stall yeah da, 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 <laughs> there we go yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot i can't remember anyway um all right, so let's get into uh, how taking it out and how that works. So the, the copy that we played was uh, digital. So I have not actually physically played this, but it's mostly the same. The only difference that's slight is the little uh, shields that you have per player on the table. And I will, I will talk a little bit about that in a second, how you might consider setting this game up in play. But basically what you're gonna do is you're gonna have in the middle of the table, a few different components that are going to be uh, drawn from. You're gonna have a few stacks of cards. You're gonna have your blueprints deck, which is gonna be handed out to each player at the beginning of each round. That is the building that they're going to choose to or to not build. <clears throat> um, and so that just needs to be at hand. It doesn't have to be in the center of the table. Uh, all these actually have to be just sort of at hand and visible. Uh, then you're gonna have to have you're gonna have one of each of the four stacks of goals um visible and so everyone can see what they could try to earn and then whatever uh, awards you're playing with depending on player count you'll just need have to have those somewhere those can be just kind of off to the side uh in the middle of the table or um somewhere <laughs> i guess it doesn't have to be middle is the scoring tracker and that will be a little bit of a like a i don't know a half sheet half printer sheet ish size plaque where you will have the scoring track and then on the right you will have the two dice that are going to represent what uh, tiebreakers. and um, then in front of you you will have your little blueprint that you've been dealt at the beginning of the round and the dice that are slowly going to be added to on top of that as your building grows additionally in the physical copy you are going to have your um, little shield. Oh, the other, sorry, one thing I forgot. You also have a draw bag of dice in the middle of the table. That's primarily what we have in the middle of the table. Um, Your little shield that's going to be around you. So why I brought this up is that the difference between playing it digitally and physically is that I feel like the setup at a table probably helps here. I feel like this is not you can play this, but I think the best setup is probably at a four-size four-sided square table, where you could each kind of be across from each other, as opposed to next to each other. These shields look to me to be kind of small, and it it's easy to inadvertently <laughs> glance and see what your opponent is what your opponents are doing that are right next to you if you're all scrunched in really tight together. It's just one of those games that information needs to be hidden and you know intentionally unintentionally sometimes you can actually grab some information from someone else because whatever they've included to hide it isn't Fully surrounding or something like that. So, um, uh, I usually play this game with horse blinders. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, there you I go. We all, yeah, throw, we all have throw a pair a set of those into your box, uh, <laughs> and uh, you're good to go. But if you don't happen to have horse blinders at hand or know a leather worker in your area, then um, you might just keep that in consideration. That's just one thing to think about with this little game because the shields, the sides of them, are not very deep. And, you know, this game comes in a small box. So that's to be expected. But um, So it's it's shielding someone in front of you and maybe off to an angle of, off to the side. But someone right next to you is not really getting shielded by anything that you're doing. So uh, anyway, something to consider. So that does take up a bit of table space just because there are um, a lot of components that need to be out and visible. But those most of those components, except for the uh, dice bag, are, are going to be end of round stuff. And so they can kind of be like tucked away to wherever they need to be. As long as people are, especially with the goals, uh, aware of the goals, are reminded of the goals that they can be going after, the rest of the stuff is just either gonna be right in front of you with your little card and um, shield or the dice grab bag, which is gonna be drawn several times throughout the game and uh, replaced and replenished. Um, so a lot of stuff, but move, uh, uh, modifiable or movable around the table as needed. So I, I think it lends itself pretty well to taking out. Did you, have you guys take this taken this one out a bunch?
1: I think we do. I, I, every time I think we've played it, we've taken it out. I, I've played yeah. it at work a few times. Um, it's it's really it's very travel worthy and uh, uh, it, it it works in most situations. I, I I think the only thing that you might have to worry about occasionally is because you're building with dice. You do right. have to worry about knocking things over. So if you've, if say for example you've you've gotten a plate of food and you have to move things around, you have to be very careful moving them around. So uh, it, it it can be it can be dicey. Mm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to a, if if you're not paying attention to where things go, uh, it can be a bit difficult. But uh, for for the most part, it it works pretty well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And then the other side note is the dice are full size, um, six sided dice, so they are um, not—they're not light. They're not going to be easily knocked off the table, Um, and uh, so that—that's nice. I like that that is full size at least, even in a smaller game. Um, Okay, so let's see. Vibe of this game is pretty really good. I think this definitely lends itself to some great table talk. It's even though you're. Hiding the information of what you're doing while uh, the building you're building while you're building it. It's, I love the games where there's that big reveal like, ha ha, this is what I've been doing the whole time. And, uh, you know, like you said, you kind of suspect what someone's doing in the v- digital game that we were playing. Um, there was a miss. They, they did something incorrectly in the way you hide your buildings. And so at a certain point, if you're building a tower, you start to see a die poke through the roof of your hidden area. And you're like, well, I know what you're doing. And you're like, no, you don't ignore that. That's not what you think it is. And so <laughs> that was kind of funny with that time where we both had that effect happen to us. Um, but uh, yeah, there's just some fun moments in this game where you are uh, either revealing the dice or you're just like there's attention to like Alex mentioned this before where as the dice come out there is attention to the numbers that are popping up and it's like oh man I really like especially if you're going for the sequential numeric uh, number uh, faces goal you're just like oh okay I really need. The selection of numbers coming up and a sequential selection coming up regularly that also can help me get points and so you're like biting your you're biting your nails and hoping that those come up and um, so there's a real fun tension too of the dice that are popping up and I will say too I was a little worried when we started this game or as we started this game that it would feel like very restrictive in that sense for how many dice options you have but I never felt that at all I felt like the dice come up you know you get rid of two each turn and two new ones coming in each turn and I think that replenishes and the eight to choose from, um, there's a real good sense of options. Like, there's probably a few that you would have chosen on your any given turn. And then, depending on what you choose and got rid of, there's probably still uh, maybe one or two more that are still there that are ideal. And then two new ones come out on your turn and your opponent's turn before it gets back to you. And so four fresh dice are going to be out by the time it gets back to you. And that, to me, felt just, like, really good cool like I, I didn't feel restricted at all in uh my options it, even though there might not be exactly what i wanted i definitely felt i could maybe take a slightly less than ideal one now with the knowledge that i will probably be able to get back on track hopefully fingers crossed in the next round or two um so anyway uh yes what was i saying <laughs> i think i started with a different point than that but Uh, But yeah, vibe, table feel, that's what I was talking about. (coughs) So yeah, really fun table feel, and then just the satisfaction, we've talked about this before, of just like placing dice around and manipulating dice. Always fun, always a fun time. Uh, Visually, it also looks really good. I like, it's a very minimal design, but it's appropriate for what it is. You know, it looks like a bunch of blueprints and architectural references, so that's appropriate. (laughs) And uh, the the player shields, too, have cool um, uh, art on the back of them that are color-coded, of course, to what color you're representing as a player. But I uh, also have just like a, you know, an architectural scene kind of thing. So um, yeah, fun game to look at. I could see seeing this from across the room and being very interested in like what someone's doing if you were f- unfamiliar with this game. Um, okay, let's see, anything else to add about vibe or table presence that you can think of? I think we've covered it. Okay. Um, let's see, so the, oops, what was I doing? I'm actually like clicking around the wrong windows um who this game might not be for i can't think of really any any big ticks against it it's a pretty solid game that's accessible to non-players or new players but also as a experienced gamer i think you'll get a kick out of this one it's obviously not super long and so uh when you've taken this out does this kind of been the game that you guys have played a few times
1: or have you intermixed it with other games um i think we tend to intermix it with other games i think when i've first got it it would be like oh we've played one game let's play another after you've had it for a while i it it's still totally fun to play but i think we tend to play like this one and maybe one other game uh it's it it has a bit of meat to it which is nice but uh it definitely isn't gonna sustain you uh for an entire night so yeah yeah
0: i i'd agree with that that's how i felt about it too it's it's engaging and fun but there's yeah, it's, it's, the, it's just kind of at the, it's the feel of that feel that's just at the depth level where – because it's about you know, 20, 30 minutes depending on player count and and other things where you might be hungering for a more deep experience. However, I could also see it being a fun one like we've mentioned before where you kind of uh, – especially if you're out for like just casual drinks or snacks where you're just playing and then chatting and then you play another round and then chat some more. So you come back and forth coming back to this game and – uh, a few times over the course of the night. So, um, yeah, this is definitely one I'm going to pick up physically. I I, uh, I really really like this game, and I think it's someone specifically too that my family would like and enjoy as well. So, all right. So hard to hard to say who would really be turned off with this game, unless you just have a hatred of architecture architects and uh, <laughs> building yes. of buildings. I guess <laughs> or a fear. There's got to be a name for that phobia. But uh, other than that, would your mom like it? Ah, once again, I feel like your mom would get a kick out of the feel of this game. I don't think she'd be, I don't think this is exactly her game. Uh, A, because there's a lot of dice that you don't necessarily get to roll yourself. (laughs) They're just almost like a tease. It's like a tease, all these fun dice, and you're like, nope, you're just stacking them. I mean, every turn you're going to roll a couple. But uh, the rest of it, you don't get to grab them all and just roll them like you do in Farkle. You got to grab roll two and then figure out what you're going to do at the end of your next turn. So I feel like there's this probably isn't her game, but I think I would feel like if she played around, she'd probably have fun. I don't think she'd be clamoring to play it again, but I think she'd get a kick out of it, nothing else.
1: What do you think? I, I've i debated on this one for a while. I I started at a maybe, and I think <laughs> as we've been talking, I'm like, I think this is a maybe yes. Yeah. So this is closer oh. to yes. I'm thinking only because it is kind of a bit like Yahtzee, but as you said, it's it's kind of stunted. You only get to do a little bit of it at a time until it's your right. next turn. I, but there are definitely those moments where like she has that hope of like, okay, next time I'm gonna grab. I just need a four, so I'm gonna take the four, and it's possible someone could take that away. And I can totally see my mom going, "Oh, you took what I wanted," which is something <laughs> you definitely shouldn't do during the game because you're kind of telegraphing what you want. Right. But I can right. totally see her doing that, and I can. Definitely see her getting really into this game of oh I'm gonna go for this goal like she can focus on like all right I'm just going for colors just like as in in Yahtzee or Farkle you can sure. kind of pick what you want to do and this gives her that option of all right I don't have to care about this I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna try and get one of every number which I think my wife does like every time so it's <laughs> I, it's like nearly every time and she she almost always pulls it off which is crazy uh, yeah. but it it. It, it's not something where she's restricted to something. She has the option of doing something, it, and as I mentioned before, it it can work out if you're not focusing on some of the other things. But as long as you think you're picking up one or two good things along the way, you're still kind of in the game. And I right. think she would. I think she would enjoy that. Uh, she might be hindered a little bit. If it's something where it's a difficult choice of I don't really know which one to pick because there's different scoring rules, Uh, even though the scoring rules are on the back of the divider, she might kind of miss out in some of the nuances there. But I think overall she would kind of enjoy it. I think that's the only thing preventing me from saying yes is that, you know, there are a little bit of like, okay, but if I grab this and put this here, I make more points than if I take this and put this here. She's not going to do that. She's basically going to be like, am I pulling off this goal? Yes, I am awesome, Uh, which she would really like and she could totally get into. But uh, it's not not top notch, but I definitely think she would enjoy it. I don't think she'd be clamoring to play it multiple times, but I definitely see her enjoying the game. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. So a strong maybe. Yes.
0: (laughs) We're back to the subcategories. All right. All right, yeah, blueprints I think is a really good one, a, a good recommend for anybody. I, I I'm I really liked it, and I think I'm gonna like I said I'm gonna pick it up, and I think it'd be a, a fun one. To, I'm excited when our game groups there's been all these games that we've talked about, and um, other friends and I have talked about that I'm so excited to bring to game night when we start it up again to show people that are that are not exactly like anything we really play there. And this is definitely one that's not like anything we really play there that I'm excited to bring and get people's impressions. So that's another fun thing about it. It's just it's just a little kind of unusual game. So um big points there all right let's see what else could we say what i feel like i'm missing a category and i'm drawing a blank on what we should be talking about right now <laughs> uh who it's for who it's not for we got your mom's reaction or our thoughts on your mom's reaction um oh man why can't i think straight today all right well i'm just gonna say i, that I think
1: we've covered everything
0: yeah i think you, we got it do you have do you have a slogan or quote I do not today. I've been doing so well, and I dropped the ball today. Oh God! But, <laughs> well, it was going to happen a matter of time. I had a pretty good streak there of maybe two, <laughs> two episodes in a row. <laughs> but uh, I will come back so much stronger the next time. Famous last words. But I, uh, yeah, that, that's it. Wanna...
1: That's the quote. I will come back so much stronger. There
0: we time. go. See, I did have one. I that, had to look. That with... kind of I works. just had to look within <laughs> myself. That actually is a pretty good one for games. <laughs> you may <laughs> you may have defeated me, but I will come back so much stronger the next time. And next Tuesday, right? 8 o'clock? The local brewery? Right. See you then. <laughs> stronger! <laughs> um. Well, yeah, that's pretty good. We'll keep that one. I'll, I'll count that one. I'll call that counted. Oh, and uh, I am... Nope, never mind. That's something I need to talk to you off-mic about, so <laughs> we'll talk about that off-mic. <laughs> uh <laughs> But, uh, I'll yeah, tell everybody... you guys about it later.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Check out Blueprints. This is a really fun one. Um, this definitely is going to go into my collection. I'm excited to play it. And I think it's also a really nice addition as, as well. It's also another one of those games where the box size is reasonably small. So it easily can be tossed in the car or a bag to take out and be uh taken out to play so thank you all for listening so much you can of course get a hold of us on twitter and instagram at chits and chat if you'd like to reach out to us about any games or thoughts you have about gaming in general we'd love to hear from you or uh suggestions for reviews and uh until next time thank you all for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode bye, bye.